Hello, children of God. Welcome back to Marie Speaks God's Grace Bible Study. And today, well, I wasn't not going to get on and say Happy Thanksgiving, but I wasn't 100% going to get on and say Happy Thanksgiving. Why? Because I don't traditionally settle. Settle? <laughs> I don't settle. I don't settle. But I don't celebrate Thanksgiving. Um... I celebrate, you know, the biblical feasts and the Sabbath and the festivals of our Father in Heaven that are noted in His Holy Gospels. That's what I do. But I do know that a lot of Christians and non-Christians celebrate Thanksgiving. And I know, I believe I know, um... That the spirit behind giving thanks and thanksgiving um, is a good one. That's what I feel. Um, and if you don't feel that way, well then you probably don't celebrate it either, but for different reasons. But let's say you do celebrate it and you are like me and believe that we should be giving thanks year-round. We should be giving God thanks every day. Um, we should be grateful that we have so many vast blessings in this life. They greatly outweigh the discomfort. They greatly outweigh the harsh or difficult or learning periods or walks in the deserts. We should be grateful for this every single day, especially if you are a believer in Christ. Hallelujah. I can think of my most difficult times and I remember people telling me, wow, you're such a positive person. How is it that you always have a bright outlook on things? And it's what they saw on the outside. Granted, they didn't know the turmoil or the struggles that were going in inside, which I found out later was a quite biblical thing. But there were times in my life where I was struggling. Oh, yeah, I was struggling. Um, but the world outside didn't know it. Unless you were involved in, in the situation of it all, no one else knew. And I believe that there's strength in that. Now, were there times where I completely fell apart and... And certain people knew, oh yes, absolutely. But even through those most, my most dark times, I would like to say, or my most difficult trials, or my learning experiences, I was so very grateful to God. I found a way to say, I know God is going to take me through this. And I... I can see why God put the Bible study, what are coming up next, right? Chapter 11 and chapter 10 of the book of uh, Numbers. We're going to read about a nation that should have been grateful to God. God had just taken them out of Egypt with his outstretched arms where they were being persecuted. They were being slaughtered. They were enslaved. They were being worked to death. They were being overtaxed. They were being brought through it, y'all. And God released them from all of that. And then on top of it, 
God says, I'm going to take you all to be my firstborn nation. You are going to be my people to the end of time. And not only are you going to be my people, I am going to dwell amongst you of all the people in the world. And you are going to feel my presence. And then God says, but there's a condition. You just have to follow these set of 613 laws, right? And then the nation says, oh, yes, everything that you say we will do. Oh, great celebrations ensue, right? And then a couple months later, they start whining and complaining. And then a year later, they are ready to stone people, you know? And then two years later, oh, man, oh, they are just plain out rebelling. And during preparation for the Bible study, I was praying to God. As I always do, every Bible study, I pray to God and I talk to God. And right now, I promise you, when I was praying and studying this for these last two Bible studies, I was like, God, I'm sorry. I know that you're chosen people, but this generation right here, this generation that I'm reading about in the Bible right here at Numbers chapter 10 and chapter 11, I can see why they didn't make it to the promised land, God. They are some rebellious. They are some I'm just going to say it. This is how I talk. I don't suggest talking this way to God, but this is how I talk. So if you're offended, I apologize. But this is my prayer time with God. I'm going to be 100% honest. I was like, God, these people are some jerks. There are some grateful heathens, God. How can they not appreciate everything you have brought them through, Lord? They were being greatly persecuted. They were being genocide. And you set them free. And on top of setting them free, you gave them wealth and abundance. And you ensured that they were eating the, the manna from heaven, the bread of the angels. You gave them fresh, well water, so to speak, from a rock. And they got to see your beautiful presence by day and by night. Lord God, I don't understand. <sighs> How individuals who saw such great wonders from our Father could be so ungrateful, so hateful, and so rebellious. I don't understand. Lord, help me understand. And I'm praying to God and I'm like, God, I think about everything you've taken me through. And it wasn't near as extreme as what was going on. At that time, with the nation of Israel, compared to them, I have lived a beautiful life. And I do think I have lived a, a, overall, I would say 90% of my life has been such a blessing. And I'm praying to God and I'm like, God, why did they hate you so? Why did they hate your prophet? Why did they hate your priest? Why, God, please I'm asking to understand because I want to do a good job teaching your people of how we should not be like that generation that we are reading about in Numbers chapter 10 and chapter 11. God, help me, Lord. And this is what I believe God said to me. I believe God said it's all about your outlook on a situation. And I said, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, Lord, you are absolutely right, Lord. 
It is all about our outlook on a situation. If God, let's put ourselves, let's pray in the spirit and put ourselves in the wilderness. <sighs> right after we have seen all these beautiful miracles, I believe that even, for lack of a better word, the most average basic baby Christian could feel God's love and would be so, I don't know if it's overwhelmed or astonished or amazed, but I believe most of us would. And I believe that's why God doesn't show himself like, like he did in, um, in the times of the numbers like us now because i believe if god did i i believe it y'all if god showed himself out like he did back then that we would just all bow down and start praising him one by one by one by millions every knee would bow there's no doubt in my mind just like when our yeshua hamashiach comes back every knee hallelujah glory be to the living god is going to bow there's no doubt in my mind i believe god is saving that knee bowing glorious experience for when our messiah comes back that's part of my belief but i also believe the reason why the nation of israel failed because they failed come on y'all they missed the mark at that time was because they chose to let bitterness rot their bones which is in the book of proverbs right they also chose to Stay in that poverty and slave mentality mindset. When individuals choose to look at a situation, even after the situation done, is just be and let it be bitter. They let their wounds fester and pus. They let anger drive them. No, 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 no. That's the wrong thing that that. That could ever happen. Let's think about Joseph, right? He went through it. He was sold into, we went over this in the Bible study. He was sold to the Ishmaelites who were doing some sex, human trafficking. His brothers went to look for him. They went to look for him at a whorehouse, at a brothel. Because he was, they were expecting him for him to being in some sex trafficking. That's why they went to look for him at a brothel. You know, they didn't go look for him in a field. They didn't go look for him at a warehouse. They went to a whorehouse to look for their brother. They, they slowed them to slavery, okay? So, Joseph, when he reveals himself to his brothers, he and his brothers cry and they mourn and they well for what they put him through, right? Joseph has the beautiful heart of God to say, do not cry, do not mourn for me, do not worry because all of these things happened to me so that I could be here to see you and save millions of people throughout the nations, believers, non-believers, Jews, Hebrews, Gentiles, people from around this continent. God allowed me to go through a huge desert walking, painful experience with blessings in between, right? So that I could be here standing before you. And I believe 
that was part of Joseph's test, just like our trials are, are part of our tests in our lives. I believe God says, will you still love me even though? Will you still find a way to be grateful even though traffic was terrible, even though your boss was rude to you, even though the store clerk was just not being kind, even though your waiter spilled your meal on you, will you still hold yourself on the rock? Will you still be my child at the mountaintop or in the valley? I believe that's why all these things happen. And I believe as us as Christians, if we could just find something to be grateful for in every trial, I believe God would look at us and be like, that's that's how I'm going to bring about your breakthrough. That's how I'm going to use you to bring people to Christ. This is this is what I believe. It could be something different. Marie, what about those who are being sex trafficked? Well, that's what happened to Joseph. What about those who are being, you know, physically abused? Y'all, everyone in the Bible went through some kind of abuse or some kind of turmoil. Look at our Jesus. He went through the worst of it. And on top of that, throughout time... Throughout time, when our Jesus was on the cross, through his trial and crucifixion, that whole time, throughout time, from here to eternity, since the beginning that the earth was created by our Father in heaven, he had all of our sin on him. Millions upon millions of people, Jesus felt the sacrifice for our sins, the payment for our sins on him. Now, if even him being there on the cross, being in that much pain, could still find a way to be grateful, why can't we? You see what I'm saying? I believe it shouldn't be one day a year. It should be every day. And I just want to present this opportunity before we get into the Bible verses, because you know I love me my Jesus scriptures. We're going to read some Bible verses. I just want to present this opportunity to others. Please, children of God, please, please, please. Take the opportunity to at least thank God for one thing. And I guarantee you, even if you're going through a divorce, even if you're going through a breakup, even if you, Lord, Father God, shield and cover everyone in the loving, saving blood of our Yeshua HaMashiach. I'm just providing examples, Father God. Just providing examples. I'm not speaking over this, over myself or anybody, Lord. Thank you for protecting us forever and always. In Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior's name, we pray. Amen. But even if you are being persecuted and they're trying to fire you because of all of this jib-jab stuff going on, if they are, if you are going through it, please, Find one thing to be grateful for with God. And I do believe, because I have done this myself, as you find one thing to be grateful for, the next day you'll find two things. And then the third day you'll find three things. And then about day eight, you'll be like, this sucked, this isn't working. Because <laughs> let's be honest, it happens. And then you'll be like, no, 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 I can do better. I can find one thing. And you can, you can, 
do all the way up to a million things to be grateful for. The point is, you have to start somewhere. So, I'm just going to provide an example. Several years ago, (sighs) confession time, right? Testimony confession time. I was being medically separated, retired from the military. Now, this was what I felt my calling was in life. This was a place where... When you talk about making your occupation your idol, Father, forgive me, you know, you know. I made the military an idol, Lord. If it was going home for a holiday or going to training, I went to training. If it was buying clothes or uniforms, I bought uniforms. If it was anything military-related, or the outside world I wanted to be in the military and do whatever military stuff I could do. I loved being in the Marines. I can't even explain it. I loved being in the Marines. And then all of a sudden, because I was being a good Marine, things started going wrong wrong at every corner it was like enemy of the state type of stuff and I won't go into too much detail but I was at my lowest point and I remember wailing and sobbing like the kind of crying where you think your eyeballs are going to fall out and your chest is going to explode on my knees crying banking God like Why is this happening to me, God? What did I do to deserve this? Like, at that time, I thought I was a good Christian. I was not. Y'all, I was (laughs) double-minded. I was double-minded. Double-minded and lukewarm and a half. Oh, yes. But at the time, I thought I was a good Christian. So I'm crying to God, and I'm like, why, God, why? And I'm not kidding. I am not kidding. I promise you. I heard from Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior's beautiful, sweet voice. My Lord and Savior said to me, I get so choked up every time I think about it. And I think about it often. Whenever anything goes away, I, I, in my mind, didn't think it would go. I think about my Jesus' sweet words when he said, this has to happen. My Jesus told me as I was crying on my floor this has to happen and I promise you all as soon as I heard my Jesus sweet voice I didn't argue I didn't complain I didn't say anything you think I would because back then I was such um what did my lord call me he uh shrew (laughs) my lord called me a shrew I was an angry angry Individual. I didn't know I was, but I was. Very hurt, very angry person. Very belligerent. Right? I could be. Anyhow, my Jesus says this has to happen. And I didn't argue. I felt peace. I felt calm. And I said, Amen, Lord. Amen. Be unto me what is your will. 
and I went to bed and I slept and I hadn't slept in months. I was so distraught. I was down to like 110, 115, which was teeny tiny for my size. I think I, a size three was loose on me, y'all. I was wasting away. I wasn't eating, I wasn't sleeping, I wasn't anything. suitable in my mind and my Jesus saw fit enough to come down and tell me this has to happen and I slept and I finally felt rest now did I have difficult days after that of course of course I did I'm human but the point is this even though I was going through what for me was the most emotional and physical painful experience of my life I knew that God was in control and and everything was going to be okay I don't know how to explain it besides I know my God even though I wasn't quite right with him I was far from right with him I knew it was going to be okay and I found ways to be grateful and I opened up a journal and I started writing and it went something like this, loosely. Thank you, God, that I have running water. Simple, right? Thank you, God, that I have a bed to sleep in. Thank you, God, that I have a kitchen table, although I don't use it to eat meals at. I, I one day will, and I'll start doing that, which I didn't until years, years later. But I found ways to thank God. Thank you, God, I have socks. Thank you, God, I have shoes. Thank you, God, I have plates. Thank you, God, I have food. The point is, I started to thank God for the very simple in our mind, right? Little things that are actually really huge things because there are worlds out there where they are eating mud. I mean it. Look it up. Um, there's tribal nations that they are literally baking mud and feeding them and their family mud cakes. I promise you this is real. There are nations out there where they don't have water, so they drink cow's blood. That's what they drink. There are nations out there where every river that is around them or every water source around them is highly contaminated because their factories or whatever are pouring their deadly chemicals straight into the water source not caring about who is downstream so yes thanking god for clean water thanking god for our bed thank you god for food this is a huge thing and when we are grateful to god i have truly experienced how god will give us better things. And you're not just saying thank you, God, so you can get better things. It's because you're showing God appreciation, right? Every day, we should show God appreciation. This is why we were created. If you go into the spiritual realm in heaven, and this is another opportunity for individuals, if you would like to, ask God to go to a praise and worship service in heaven. They praise God with such a freedom such a unrestrained 
for lack of, I don't know, I don't have a big vocabulary, but I can't explain it how freely they praise God. The angels sing God's praises and they throw up their arms and praise to our Father. I promise you this happens. I have seen it. If we could just get to the point where we are like Joseph, where we are like Moses, even though he didn't make it to the promised land, he still thanked God. If we don't allow ourselves to become murmurers and grumblers and whiners and complainers, if we choose to not look back and turn into salt, if we choose to not have bitterness in our bones, if we choose to focus on Jesus, we can get through anything because God is with us. Amen? So I just, I pray others and I pray this every year. I'm sure others do. Don't wait till a day of giving thanks or thanksgiving to say thank you to God. Wake up and thank God. As you're lying in your bed, as you're getting ready to go to work, as you're getting ready to go to school, as you're getting ready to go to court. <laughs> As you're getting ready to go grocery shopping, say thank you, God. When you buy your groceries, say thank you, God. When you are paying at checkout, say thank you, God. Thank you, God, I have money to buy these groceries. Thank you, God, that you helped me find the best fruits and vegetables. Thank you, God, that now I can go home and I have the strength to carry these bags of groceries. Thank you, God, that I have pots and pans and silverware to cook with thank you god i have a stove whatever it is be thankful to god amen it doesn't matter what it is god is with us and he's carrying us through and he's just such a beautiful god okay because if not what's the use in it all what's the point in it all it all withers away we're not going to take any of this stuff with us so be thankful while you have it. Knowing that it doesn't rule you. It just happens to be what it is right now. Because greater things are coming. Which is our Messiah. Hallelujah. Our Messiah. Our Jesus. Huh? The Savior of the world. So that gives us something to look forward to. huh? Amen in Jesus name. If all you can say is thank you Jesus. One day you're coming Lord. Amen. Be thankful. For that, hallelujah, praise God. So, before we get into some praise and thanksgiving scriptures, I wanted to show everybody one, two, and three. All right, so I did start a new station, it's called Think on These Things. I felt uh, that sounded so western. Did I say think on these things? Y'all, I'm a country singer now, hallelujah, praise God. <laughs> Anyhow. <laughs> i've been reading too much gone with the wind oh that's so funny anyhow um yes i started a new station it's called think on these things and god has been having this on my heart for a while um for actually a year or two but i just i kept asking god well, what do you want me to do with it and i didn't know what to do with it basically this god gave me a dream a couple years ago and he told me you won't always be doing the Bible study. 
And I was like, Father, what did I do? Did I do something wrong? Father, forgive me. Just tell me what it is and I'll fix it, Lord. Just tell me, you know? And then God kind of spaces out what he tells us sometimes, right? Sometimes he'll tell us all together. Sometimes he'll spread it out. So a while later, God was like, you're not going to just be doing the Bible study. You're also going to do other things. And I was like, oh, that's awesome, God. What are we doing? Then later, God would say, do this or do that. Small stuff, you know, I'm thinking, but it built up to other stuff. So we started the podcast recently, which was awesome, right? I, I do like having the podcast. You can catch it on Spotify. And then um, we also just started this think on these things and I asked God well what do you want me to do with this God because I don't know what to do with this and I got it from this Bible verse that God um he kept repeating it in my dreams and when God repeats something in our dreams it's because he wants us to listen to it and so I would always say it over and over and over but and I would ask God okay God I I hear what you're saying but what do you want me to do with this Bible verse and this is the Bible verse This is the Geneva 1587 version. It says, Furthermore, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are worth, excuse me, worth love, whatsoever things are good report, if there be any virtue or if there be any praise, Think on these things. And I was like, God, I love this verse. I used to say it all the time. And and it was a it became like a song I would hear in my dreams. I loved it. And it wasn't until the other day God was like, Alright, now make the station think on these things. And I was like, Oh, okay. So I went along. I did it took when God wants you to do something. Normally, it takes me hours to put together all this stuff. Y'all, when God wants you to do something, it happens quick, fast, in a hurry. It's it's so easy. It's amazing, right? So I set it up. Basically, what we're going to be doing on this station, I believe, is reading. Um, recently, I started doing it. So I've been reading books that were removed from the Bible. I've been reading Bible verses. Um, whatever God puts on my heart for us to read I'm gonna read it's not gonna be Bible teachings on that station it's just gonna be readings from whatever book God has me reading out of and I read every day so I don't know if God's gonna help me do have me doing readings every day or not or prayers every day but I'm just going where the Lord takes me on that so if you all would like to check it out you're more than welcome to uh, have it on Instagram rumble youtube and i created a facebook page for it and i don't oh and i added it as a page on our website and no i do not plan on going on any other platforms with it just those basic ones unless god says to um but that is it and then of course when president trump gets his platform out i will have these two on those platforms amen all right The next one I have is this one, of course, it's already our Bible study. So I like to change um, the backgrounds or um, I don't know, the 
tiles I don't know what it's called but you know what I mean I like to change it up wherever I feel the Lord is taking us in a new season I just let him guide me and I believe God's favorite color is blue so I kept asking God ooh what photo should we use now this is one of my personal photos of when I went to White Sands a couple months ago I love that area it's absolutely beautiful if you ever get a chance to visit White Sands I suggest you check it out go take some photos so the background in this is my own personal photo and um this day in particular was a special day for me because I hadn't been to White Sands in almost 20 years. And the last time I was there, I went with, 20 years before this, I went with individuals who shaped my life um, in so many beautiful ways. And so I was with a new group this day and I thanked God. I went off on my own just a little bit away and I just prayed God and I said thank you God for allowing me to come here thank you God for you know blessing me with this experience and so on I was very thankful to God and I am very thankful to God I believe we should always wherever we're at if it's at a grocery store or a doctor's office or even the automotive shop if we are thankful to God in that place a stressful situation or an annoying situation <laughs> or a time-consuming um, situation can be I don't know just more peaceful and it can go by a lot quicker if we are just you know praying and, and thanking God or you know God I was here 20 years ago and now I get to be here again thank you God and, and it's just something simple but I believe God appreciates it that's just me we're, we're always on his mind so I believe God wants us to have him always on our mind amen and amen so i wanted to show everyone those two things so we got think on those on these things praise god and um marie speaks god's grace bible study so that's what we have that's what we're sticking with and unless god says something different um we're just going where the lord leads us in jesus name amen all right so let's get into some bible scriptures um because it is the day of giving thanks and even though i don't celebrate thanksgiving you know i believe we should be grateful to god for everything so every year around this time i like to do a self-review and this self-review normally lasts i've noticed um, from October till the beginning of January and during this self-review I try to take an honest look at where I am in my relationship with God am I praying as often as I feel I should be am I still praying for others am I volunteering have I increased my tithing I try to increase my tithing every year um, wherever God directs me I don't have just one church, so to speak, where I do my tithing. I I do the 10%, right? So let's say my 10% is $100, which it's not. I'm just saying for an example. If my 10% is $100, but I like to follow or listen to seven different uh, churches or ministries or prophetic voices or whatever the case may be 
Then I ask God, okay, God, how should I divide this this $100 amongst these sevens? Because that's a lot, right? So if God says, give this one 10, give this one 20, give this one 50, give this one 75, then that's what I do. My point is, I found myself being grateful to God, saying, God, thank you that I am able to tithe because I'm able to tithe. It honestly feels good. I can see why you say we should tithe and and tithing isn't just money okay and from what i read from the scriptures tithing is also spending your time giving someone a ride or saying kind words or waving to your neighbor anything that we do that gives glory to god and brings others to his kingdom evangelizing sharing the good news going out and buying devotionals like i do also and like handing them out or buying tracks and handing them out i believe that goes to part of tithing because you're giving to a community a community yes a community thank you father but also a christian business so i believe it's part of tithing um, because it's not anything you're keeping for yourself but always go to god and confirm and so I've, I've been very thankful to God that I've been able to hand out devotionals. And I'm very grateful to God that I've been, I don't believe in not talking about God. If you come around me, we're talking about Jesus in some way, shape, or form. So I pray other Christians don't just wait for this time of year. I've seen so many videos saying this is the time of year we can talk about Jesus and not feel ashamed and not feel persecuted. You know what? child of the living God let me tell you this if you live in the United States of America because I know you could get you know chopped up in other countries if you were to talk about Jesus so I'll let the other countries talk for the other countries but I'm just gonna say it this way if you live in the United States for America and you do not talk about Jesus it is your own fault I'm sorry I said it it's live I can't take it back I do believe this because we live in the most pro-Christian nation even with that demonic demonic lizard man in the beautiful White House right now even though that those creepy crawlies are with their green screen right now we still live in the most pro-Christian nation on earth so if you feel this is just my opinion that you can't talk about jesus in the united states for america i'm sorry you need to do like the bible says and have some courage <laughs> have some courage and have some faith if you love jesus you talk about what you love and if he is in your heart you can't help but speak out of the abundance of your heart because that flows the issues of life and the one of your greatest issues in life should be loving jesus now if you're a beginner christian and and you just started loving jesus just say i just started loving jesus i don't know how to love him right maybe you'll meet someone who knows how to love him a little more than you you see what i'm saying i talk to people about jesus all the time and it's amazing and and it's in different ways it's not just scriptures like someone with allergies right someone came to me and they're like i have really bad allergies so i'm like oh man you do well, what's going on? And we're just having a conversation. I promise you this happens a lot. And maybe God will be like, tell them about the local honey. 
or tell them what I taught you about rosemary or tell them what I taught you about thyme or tell them what I taught you about basil and and I'll just start talking to them about it I'll be like you know what one time I had a dream and God gave me this dream about rosemary right so I went and I started looking on the internet about rosemary then you know what I found out and they're like what I found out you know rosemary does all these incredible things who would have thought the creator of the universe would have put all these plants here for our use and we can use them for great things. Now that is, I promise you, an example of a conversation I will have with someone. I gave them some useful information. I talked about Jesus talking to us and giving us dreams. And then I was friendly about it. I wasn't combative about it. That is just my style. As you grow in Christ, you will have your style. I don't like aggressive people, so I don't like to be aggressive with anyone. Because I have met aggressive Christians and I'm like, well, no wonder no one wants to hang out with you. You are too aggressive. Like, (laughs) it's bad when you laugh at your own jokes. I have had other Christians straight up call me a witch. Now, I'm not perfect, but I ain't no witch. You know what I mean? And I I truly pray more Christians caution of when they start bearing false witness and calling people outside of, outside of their name that God gave them. To call someone who is a child of the living God something so demonic, call them a witch... I'm sorry, it is, it's not okay. Be, especially when the scripture reads, the Lord our God will not suffer with a witch to live. You're basically saying they are worthy of being put to death when you call someone something so demonic. So I just caution children of God, be careful who you call witches or warlocks or, or sorcerers, which we all rebuke that disgustingness in Jesus' name. Be careful about that, because I, I, I guarantee you I'm not perfect. But I know hooky-booky, no witch, okay? Anyhow, this individual was it's a couple years ago. It's really funny. He um, was... I don't know how we got on to the topic of clean foods and unclean foods. I think he was, you know, going through something. I don't know. Anyhow, he says... Well, do you believe in, you know, in the book of Leviticus when it talks about unclean foods? And I was like, well, I eat what I want. And that's as far as I got to saying. And immediately he jumped up and goes, I knew it. You're a witch. You're in rebellion. And he started yelling this at the top of his lungs at a park, y'all. In front of people, it was, to say the least, embarrassing and I was like all right I'm gonna go that way don't follow me stay where you are it didn't end there y'all I don't know who he called on the phone but he called somebody and then he proceeds (laughs) to talk loud enough where I could hear and other people could hear he's on the other side of the park at this point I just killed me a witch and the witch this and the witch that and and I'm just like Lord that guy has issues I don't know what is going on there but keep him away from me thank you Jesus I never saw that man again he never came around me again after that thank you Lord um so that was nice (laughs) but the point is this 
we should be careful of who we call certain things. We should be have discernment for certain things and we shouldn't be aggressive. That individual was obviously extremely aggressive because think about this. Let's say if they were non-believers at the park, which odds are there were, what do you think it looked like to them to see two Christians arguing? If I would have jumped up and started cursing him out or whatever, that would have gave those people who are non-believers, who are on the fence, whatever it is, they would have been like, see, that's why I don't go to church. Church is full of a bunch of hypocrites, a bunch of this and a bunch of that. That's why I don't go. You see what I mean? Um, so I just caution others. We all have our different styles of leading others to Christ. You know, wherever the Lord leads you, the Lord leads you. I'm just saying, I don't believe it does any good to be aggressive and bear false witness because that's exactly what he did because i ain't no witch i love my lord jesus amen i'm not perfect i don't know everything i'm i i wouldn't say i'm an expert but i guarantee you this i know my jesus amen amen anyhow um that actually did turn out being something to be grateful for because i learned a lot about witchcraft and sorcery um, from that experience but um, as we go through our relationship with God we are going to have ups and downs and the word of God says as his children we will experience these ups and downs so we should pray to God for courage to endure them because that's what the scripture says if people are harassing us say God please send them away send that witchcraft away send whatever um i don't know altercation spirit whatever the case may be combative spirit foul spirit uh murmuring spirit slander spirit we rebuke it in yeshua's great name and cast it far from us hallelujah praise the lord whatever the case may be if someone is harassing you or bothering you i don't know why i'm talking about this maybe this is a message for someone um it's been my experience i simply ask god god i take it to god and I say, God, I don't like the way they're treating me. Your word says this. Your word says, you know, we're not supposed to provoke others to anger. Your word says that we're supposed to love one another as you love ourselves. I don't believe they love themselves. So please take them from me until they can learn to love themselves. And, you know, I just pray for them. More often than not, and it's usually more often, it's, it hasn't been a not yet. Every time that I, ask, I go to God and I say, God, I don't like the way they're treating me. God has removed that, them persons from my life. I promise you, I've never had to deal with these people again. And I'm very thankful. So thank you, Jesus, for removing those who you deem shouldn't be in my life and are not in agreement with your word. Thank you for removing them from my life. Thank you for the experience. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for showing me and giving me confidence in our relationship together that I can come with to you with anything. And you will show me how and why. And I trust you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. It sounds simple. Now, you don't have to be long drawn out and winded, and I don't believe we're supposed to. But I just love talking to Jesus. So I pray to Jesus forever. Amen. All right. So let's go into some Bible verses. Praise and thanksgiving 
are the people exhorted to praise God. Ye that fear the Lord, praise him. All ye the seed of Jacob, glorify him and fear him. All ye seed of Israel. Psalms chapter 22 verse 23. Let the heaven and the earth, hallelujah, praise him and the seas and everything that moveth therein. Psalm 69 verse 34. Let everything that has breath, ooh, hallelujah, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Psalms 150 verse 6. How are we to render praise unto God? I will praise thee with my whole heart. Before the gods will I sing praise unto thee. Psalms 138 verse 1. For God is the king of all the earth. Sing ye praises with understanding. Psalms 47 verse 7. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Galatians chapter 3 verse 16. How often, y'all, ooh, how often, how often should praise and thanksgiving be offered every day Whoo! i'm gonna keep it together lord i love you every day i will bless thee and i will praise thy name forever and ever psalms 145 verse 2 by him therefore let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of your lips, giving thanks to his name. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15. How may it be expressed? Meaning, how may our thanksgiving and our praise to God be expressed? Be thou exalted, Lord in thy own strength so will we sing and praise thy power psalms chapter 21 verse 13 sing on to the lord all ye saints of his and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness psalms chapter 30 verse 4 praise ye the lord for it is good to sing praises unto god for it is pleasant and praise is comely. Psalms chapter 147 verse 1. Sing all ye heavens and be joyful, O earth, and the break forth into singing, O mountains. For the Lord has comforted his people and will have mercy upon his afflicted. Isaiah chapter 49 verse 13. And how should I praise God? Praise ye the Lord, O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Psalms 106 verse 1 Praise him for his mighty acts, praise him according to his excellent greatness. Psalms 150 verse 2 
Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid for the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song and he also is become my salvation. Isaiah chapter 12 verse 2. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of joy, what shall be to all people. For unto you this day, hallelujah, in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Luke chapter 2, verse 10 and 11. But give thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57. You are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is meet, because that your faith groweth exceedingly, and the charity of every one of you all toward each other abundance. Second Thessalonians chapter 1 verse 3. Is it right to seek praise of men? We know that's a no. <laughs> Last Bible verse. We know it's a no. <laughs> Take heed that ye do not give your alms before men to be seen of them. Otherwise ye have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. Matthew chapter 6 verse 1. And that was all read out of the King James authorized version of 1611 different versions matter publication dates matter as well in jesus name amen so i read bible verses going over what we spoke about before that for the last 45 minutes i believe god wants us to praise him i believe god wants us to thank him every day i believe god wants us to remember him and I believe when it says sing to God, I believe God wants us to sing to Him. Now, if you don't know how to sing, I believe whatever we sing to God, He hears is a beautiful offering. I believe this. I believe when we praise God and we say, Thank you, God. You are so good. You are so wonderful. You are so merciful. You are so kind. You are so just. And thank you for your correction. Thank you for your guidance. Thank you for leading me, Lord. Thank you for showing me how I shouldn't live. Thank you for showing me how I should live. I believe us praising God and giving Him His words back to Him. I believe he loves this because it's in accordance with the scriptures. Nothing I have said or ever tried to say on this Bible study um, goes against scripture. And if I'm ever wrong, I correct myself, right? Because we're all human. We can all make mistakes. And it says in the book of Leviticus, if the priests make a mistake, they are to correct it, right? God has grace for his elect and his elite and his priests and his pastors, his Bible studies, wherever you are in the body of Christ. Marie, why are you saying this? Because the world tells us to be perfect. 
And I believe the world tells us to be perfect so that when we are not perfect, because there's no one perfect but our Jesus, when we are not perfect, so that we'll begin to doubt ourselves. And in doubting ourselves, we will doubt our God. But I tell you this, children of God, do not think you're ever going to be perfect. Because I tell you the short, you're not. I'm not, you're not. But... You can be good. You can be found righteous before the Lord. You can be found blameless before the Lord. And in all those things, what can we also be found? To have courage and have faith in our Father. Because He is with us. And if He is with us, we need to be with Him. In Psalms, in singing, and praising, and talking about Him, and trying to live the most scriptural life as we can don't worry about the naysayers don't worry about the other christians who aren't on your level and who don't understand we are all at different levels and that's not a dig it's just the way it is there are those who are more abundant in god than i am and those there are those who are less abundant in god than i am there are those who are on my level it's a wonderful thing to have we don't learn compassion with individuals that are just like us. We learn compassion when we come into contact with others who are nothing like us. We learn tolerance when we come into the individuals who think differently than us and live differently than us. This is part of a beautiful gift that God gives us to grow in Him and to use the tools that he has given us and that we have read over and prayed over and thank God for. You see what I'm saying? All of these things, just like Jesus told me that day, they have to happen in order so we can get elevated in Christ. Sometimes it's good things, sometimes it's bad things. Do I believe if we are more right with Christ, there'll be more good things than bad things? Yes. <laughs> Yes, I do. Do I believe um, that it's our works that give us our salvation? No, only Jesus does. But I do believe we will be rewarded for those of us who hearken unto his voice because that is in the blessings of Deuteronomy 28. Hallelujah. So, let us Today, make a true and humble vow to our Father. Can we do this? If you are in agreement with me, and maybe you want to grow in Christ, maybe you've fallen back a little bit, maybe you just want to get um, back on track, whatever the case may be. We're going to close this out with a prayer, and all I ask is that you pray in agreement with me and if this is for you it is for you and if it's not it's okay maybe it'll be for you later maybe it will never be i don't know god's in control amen amen father god in the blessed name of our yeshua hamashiach our lord our christ we come before you on another beautiful day we come before you god and we make this beautiful humble vow we want to vow 
to be more grateful to you for every single blessing every single day oh i feel that so strongly lord we come before you humbly and we just we want to apologize for the times that we didn't consider you in our thoughts and our works where we took credit for your blessings where we gave others credit where the credit wasn't due lord we humbly apologize for not giving you all the honor and all the glory for you are the only one who is worthy father god we thank you for accepting our repentance we thank you for removing from us any hexes any vixes any curses any bloodline curses any witchcraft any sorcery that has tried to come against us lord we thank you for breaking this off of us in jesus name we thank you for removing from us any individuals who are not right with you, who are not right with you for our lives, and who you did not send to help us or assist us in our relationship with you, Lord. We thank you for moving them, removing them from our homes, removing them from our jobs, removing them from our travels, removing them from our daily lives, Lord. We thank you for removing them from our sleeping and waking life. We thank you for removing them from our spirit. We thank you for canceling any soul ties, Father God. We thank you for canceling any soul knittings in Jesus' name. Praise Yahweh. We thank you, Lord for sending them far away from us or any individuals that will come into contact, Lord. We thank you from here on out. The only people that will come around us in any way, shape, or form are people who you send for your honor and your glory and your mission in our lives, Lord. Father God, in the blessed name of our Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Lord, we vow to be more grateful to you lord we we repent for any mumbling any grumbling we repent from any whining or complaining lord forgive us for not considering the blessing in every trial and every struggle every walk in the desert lord forgive us for not appreciating the experiences of growth father god hallelujah forgive us for not taking the opportunity to look and see how you were giving us amen a step up to grow in christ for giving us a step up to be more spiritually elevated lord forgive us for not seeing how you work every single thing out for our good because you know we love you and we know you love us lord forgive us for not being for not being more courageous at times for not speaking up when you called us to speak up, God. For not standing out when you called us to stand out, Lord. Forgive us for the times that you wanted us to be warriors. And we were weak. We were maybe rebellious. We didn't listen. Or we shied away for fear what others would think, Lord. Forgive us. And we vow to do our best through Christ to be more obedient, willing, giving children to you, Lord. If you call us to be courageous, Lord, we thank you for giving us that courage and the opportunity to show the courage, giving us the opportunity to share the gospel, giving us the opportunity to show our faith, giving us the opportunity to help one another, to show love and compassion to those made in your image, Father God. We thank you 
for leading us. Father God, in the blessed name of our Jesus Christ of Nazareth, hallelujah. We thank you, hallelujah, for the missions that have been established for our life, Lord. You know, hallelujah, I feel this so strongly. You know everything in our life, what is to come from the beginning to the end and end in the beginning and everything in between. You know how and where we will take every breath, every step, speak every word, lay our head down at every turn, Lord, and we thank you for preparing us for each and every mission. We thank you for giving us guidance for these missions, Lord. We thank you for strengthening us in these missions, Lord. And we want to thank you for sending others that are blessed in these missions, Lord. We pray those who you will send to help us in our missions or will assist them in their missions, Lord. We thank you for blessing them. As we all be more obedient to you, Lord, we thank you for leading and guiding us, Father. We thank you and we pray blessings for each and every one who donates their time to help others. We pray blessings for those who volunteer wherever they volunteer at. We bless you, Lord, for and bless them, Lord, for every kind word they speak, Lord. May it be received unto you as a beautiful offering and sacrifice, Lord. Those who are humble in spirit, we pray and we thank you and we pray that you accept this offering of humility, Lord. We pray that you accept the offering offering of praise and worship we pray that you hallelujah the worth of the lord we pray that you just give them the abundance of your heart may the blessings pouring out from the windows of heaven just shower them with your love shower them with your grace shower them with your mercy and shower them with healing lord we thank you that your beautiful Holy Spirit is filling in every soul split, that is filling in every longing, Lord. We thank you that every spirit of loneliness, every spirit of not being enough, every spirit of weakness, every spirit of fear is being rebuked and cast out of us right now in Jesus' name, Lord. We thank you that we are being filled with your spirit of courage, spirit of faithfulness hallelujah spirit of heartfulness for our god god we thank you that obesity it's being broken right now in jesus name the spirit of gluttony the spirit of not being satisfied is being removed from us right now in jesus name the spirit of I feel like God is saying there is someone who is uncomfortable with certain situations, so they laugh. Lord, we rebuke this spirit in Jesus' name. The spirit of not having appropriate reactions in certain situations for the spirit of humiliating others, the spirit of mocking others in Jesus name Lord we rebuke all of this in Jesus name we rebuke this spirit of 
Amen. And we call in the praying of those who have been humiliated, those who have been shamed for loving you, Lord. We thank you that healing is taking place, and we just pray in your beautiful Holy Spirit to help seal and, and fill every void. The spirit of loneliness has been removed now in Jesus' name, and your beautiful Holy Spirit is in them, Lord, caressing their heart and holding you close to them, Lord. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Unthinkable things are going to happen for you. Do not think that God is not going to pull off these wonders and these miracles for your life, child of God. The unthinkable is here and it is done hallelujah you don't need to doubt <laughs> that god can ensure that you will remain secure and made whole in any situation do not think that god's hand has ever been shortened do not think that there is under any other god but our yahweh our yahweh our hasim our jehovah jireh amen he will ensure that you are fruitful and you are multiplied for any any vex that the evil ones try to have come against you you are healed and you are cured right now in jesus name every everything ha, hallelujah you have been made whole for your gratitude and your praise in god amen do not doubt for god is with you and he has found you worthy worthy and he has found you holy in christ amen you are emotionally stable you are emotionally whole hallelujah you will no longer have outbursts you will no longer have crying fits in jesus name you will no longer have emotional outbursts you have been given a stable mind in christ and god has planted you firmly amen god has allowed your roots to grow deep the wind and weather and the rain you will not fall you will be like the mighty oak tree in jesus name you are forever fruitful in christ hallelujah praise the living god i don't know who that is for but i am excited for you oh my goodness you got some great things coming in your and your now not in your future but in your now in jesus name praise god wow how exciting yay jesus jesus <laughs> how exciting um wow you are you have been found worthy i'm excited for you wow worthy what a beautiful thing the creator in the universe has found you worthy wow be grateful and give god that grateful praise amen amen in jesus name we pray this all in the mighty name of our yeshua hamashiach our lord our christ emmanuel for god is forever with us hallelujah filled with the holy spirit the ruha kadesh and sealed with the blood of Christ. Yes and amen. Praise God. Ooh, wow.
that was fun. I love it when, when, um, man, when things like that happen. God, 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 you are so glorious and wonderful. Amen. All right. Well, I'm going to get going. Um, 11, 11, 11. Praise God. One, one, one. Amen. Um, I'm going to get going, um, because now we're done. <laughs> uh, we will be on Friday, the Sabbath, uh, with Exodus chapter 10. The blog's already out for those who would like to read on their own for Exodus. What did I, Exodus? Amen. Set them free in Jesus' name. Let my people go. Um, Numbers chapter 10 and 11. The blog's already out. They have been posted on the social medias and the websites for those who would uh, like to read ahead or on their own. All the links are out there. And uh, I think we're good. Amen. Praise the living God now and forever. All right. I pray others, if you celebrate Thanksgiving, have a blessed Thanksgiving tomorrow. And if you don't, give thanks anyway. Amen. What will Miss Marie be doing? I'm, I'm going to be quite honest. I'm going to, I plan to sleep in. I normally don't sleep in. I like to wake up early and do my prayers and, you know, uh, like exercises and then prayers some more and study time. But tomorrow I've been praying to God and I'm asking God to please let me sleep in. So whatever time God feels like letting me wake up is the time I will wake up. But... I would like to sleep in because normally I wake up at an early hour and um, I would like one day not to. <laughs> you know, it's funny on the days that I pray to not sleep in or I pray to sleep in, God normally wakes me up. I'm not kidding. Like at four in the morning, like get up girl, we're praying. I'm like, amen, praise Yahweh. But on the mornings when God wakes me up early, I'm not sleepy. Like when God's like wakes me up at four and he's like, you need to get up and pray. I'm like, amen, Lord. I get up and I'm excited to be up on the nights, on the mornings when I'm like, oh, God, wake me up early because X, Y, and Z. And God, you know, sometimes it's different, but lately it's been like, God was like, no, you're going to sleep till 630 or seven. One morning, I'm not kidding, I was shocked by this. God had me sleeping till 8.30, which is completely unheard of if you are me. Normally, I will wake up at 5.34 and that I consider that normal because that's the time that God normally wakes me up. So this morning that I slept until 8.30 was actually a kind of awesome night. Um... I had the most vivid dreams that night and I wrote them down in my dream journal and they're all personal dreams so I'm not going to discuss what the dream was about but it was like you know how sometimes God will give you a future dream about something you know is going to happen and you wake up normally when this happens you wake up from that dream wondering where you are like Oh, I'm in my room. Why am I not where my dream was? It's because God let you step out and let, let you see a piece of what is going to happen in your future. This was that such night for me. 
Um, so I woke up like, oh my goodness. Oh, okay, I'm in my room, which I should be in my room, right? But I was expecting to wake up where I was. The point is this. I would like to sleep in tomorrow, but if God doesn't let me sleep in tomorrow, it's okay. Because I know if I do or I don't, there's a reason for it because God is in control. And the other point is this, God gives us beautiful dreams. Hallelujah. (laughs) Uh, um, And yeah, but anyhow, yes. So tomorrow, that's my plan for the day of giving thanks, Thanksgiving. And I just, honestly, I plan to just pray and read with God all day, which is kind of what I do every day. So it's not going to be a day out of the norm for me. Um, I don't know. I, I have, this is going to sound good and not good. So I apologize in advance, but, um, I've grown in my relationship with God where he really is my resting place and where I want to be. So even though I could be doing other things, there's nothing else I'd rather do than be reading and studying with God and singing with God and listening to Jesus music and, I don't know, baking something, you know? That's just what I want to do, so that's what I intend to do. Um, I pray others who are meeting with family that your family meetings go well. That's always beautiful, right? And that's what God intended for us to gather together and he can be in the midst of us. I pray everyone says a beautiful prayer for God and give, give, give Miss Marie a prayer too. You can say it in your heart, you know, pray for Miss Marie in our Bible study in Jesus name. Um, but if you're traveling, I pray God gets you to and from safely and it's going to be a good day. That's what I'm praying for. <sighs> I pray I pray the rest of the end of this year is, is better than what it was. And I know people are thinking it won't be. So I guess that's why my heart is a little bit heavy saying that. But I pray great things for everyone. And the only reason why I think some of that might be true, and I'm normally not a seeing negative kind of person, but I ask God, when are we going to take a break, God? Because normally we take a break around this time. You know, we normally take the month of December off, right? That's traditionally what we've been doing. Um, And I was praying to God and he was like, nope you are not taking a break and I was like well I don't really feel I need one normally when we do take a break I I'm exhausted and I feel I need a break (sighs) I say that as I yawn (laughs) that's funny but I feel like God is like you're not gonna take a break because it's needed right now for God's prayer warriors God's prophets God's seers God's praise and worship teams wherever you are in the body of Christ I feel like God is like you're needed right now because of what is going to happen the next 30 45 60 to 90 days out and I was like oh okay so I believe God wants us to be alert alerted um, for justice and justice coming and 
just the properties that have been enabled um, for justice to take place. So I believe God wants us to st stay on the job. And I, I don't believe we are going to take a break till maybe late December, maybe December 26th to, De um, to January 1st, if anything. But other than that, I don't see us taking, normally we take two breaks in, in each part of the season. And I don't see that happening. So I just, I'm praying I pray others keep it up, keep up the prayers, keep up the gratitude and, and the praise and worship to our Father and reading your Bibles and studying and sharing the love of God. Amen. I pray that God's Spirit is just with everybody because where God's Spirit is, there's protection. And I believe that's why God's been telling us to be like, make sure to tell them to stay in prayer, Marie. Make sure to tell them to be with my presence make sure to always be singing and talking to me and I'm with them and I just I pray for everyone amen amen alrighty then I'm gonna get going we will see everyone back on the 26th the Sabbath with Numbers chapter 10 Praise Yahweh now and forever. All right. So till next time, children of the Most High, ever-loving, living God, may God bless you. May God keep you. May we all be forever written in the book of life.